0: Welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I am Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you for joining. I hope everyone is doing well out there. I hope your Tuesday is off to a fabulous start. Well, your week for that matter, because it is Tuesday, so it's early in the week. So I hope that, hope that you're having a good week so far. That being said, it is Tuesday, which means there's a new episode for you. I don't know what beat I was actually singing to or what song I heard in my head. It came out different in my head, but either way, I got you covered. We got a new episode that I'm really excited to bring to you. Today, we're discussing meditation. We're talking meditation and the benefits, meditation to your health. I may have mentioned to you guys on some episodes previously that I started meditating in 2020 and Let me just tell you, A, it's been a real game changer. B, talk about spending time with yourself. And also I will say that, you know, it's been really great because I generally work out during the work week at noon, like in the morning. And then I work out, do a little short workout at noon. But I've started to switch out some of those workouts and do meditation during the workday, And I have to say that it's, definitely a great way to refocus you know when you've been running all morning checking emails and meetings and all that jazz like sometimes you just need like to refocus yourself and get ready for the second half of the day when you're sitting in meetings and checking emails (laughs) but at least you've had some time to spend some time with yourself and your body and refocus (laughs) so on that note, who's going to lead us in this discussion on meditation, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. My good friend Terry Sidhu is going to join us today. He is a meditation coach and author of the book, Meditate, Breathe Into Meditation and Awaken Your Potential. Stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. We're going to talk meditation, chakras, and so much more when we return. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast, I am Kyra and today we're talking meditation and its role in mental health with Terry Sidhu. He is a meditation teacher and author of the book Meditate. So welcome Terry to the Glow Up Girl podcast.
1: Thank you for having me Kyra, I'm very happy to be here.
0: Yes, yes, well let's go ahead and dive in because um, I love um, meditation. As I just told you um, a few minutes ago, I started meditating, um, actively meditating a year ago. And so it's very, it's life-changing. So um, let's jump in and, and you tell the audience um, about yourself.
1: Okay. Um, so meditation was has been in my life since I can remember. My mom was the one who really introduced, to, introduced me to meditation. And um, yeah, just meditating was just like sleep in my world and it wasn't until i was in my mid-20s till i realized oh wait people don't meditate what's going on here (laughs) um and my life like i went through like i grew up i was bullied a lot at school so meditation was my kind of escape and i kind of loved being more in my world in meditation than i was in the world with my body if Mm -hmm. that makes sense i really enjoyed being in my in my mind space so i really Mm -hmm. took to meditation very easily and my mum sold it to me like a superpower, so I was always training it. <laughs> so I was very excited about meditating all the time. And then I just it started things started clicking into place. And I started getting drawn to um literature and scriptures that encouraged me to deepen my meditation and taught me things about creation that I wasn't learning in school, for instance, or wasn't being that wasn't being talked about around communities. Mm-hmm. And then from the age of 16, life, you know, I grew taller, lost all the puppy fat, motivations changed, <laughs> puberty kicked in. So I stopped meditating. I became popular at school. <laughs> so there was this kind of gap in my life between 16 to the age of 25 where I just became, I don't know, it's like, Sex, drugs, and rock and roll all the way. (laughs) And then, then, uh, yeah, I I caught up with that. Life caught up with me very quickly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I decided to um, get sensible in my mid-20s. And I moved to Canada from the UK. And uh, just kind of decided to figure out life um, from, from the ground up. I only had a little bit of money with me. And then after some, uh, some phase of events, I started a coaching company. I used all my marketing skills. I went to school for marketing mm-hmm. and turned them into personal development ones. So I started working with people and helping them kind of plan their lives. And then I started my life coaching company that started building very quickly in Vancouver. And then my clients started asking me about mental health. And I was like, well, I meditate, what do you do? Because I just kickstarted my meditation practice back up then as well. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what's meditation? And then it just blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute. You don't know anything about meditation. You don't meditate. I was like, I understand like if you're lacking meditation, but you don't know nothing about it. That's That was shocking to me. (laughs) So we got to change that. And then that's how I started getting into teaching meditation, something I never thought I'd do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, since you mentioned what is meditation, there may be some listeners out there today that may not truly understand what meditation is so can
1: you talk about meditation yeah i mean the simplest way to put it uh is think of meditation uh, as a study as to study an experience of life you are essentially sitting in a space where you're you're dealing with whatever you're dealing with um separately so for example i use my hands to explain it because it's quite in depth So in meditation, you are a creator. Everything that you're experiencing life is a creation. So this could be your stress, your anxiety, all those sounds and distractions that get in the way of your meditation. Every single thing now is a creation that is separate from you. And then you're sitting in a space where you're studying how this came to be. So, an example would be, let's say you've got a problem in your life, a creation. You are the creator now witnessing that problem and you are studying it to understand, well, how did this creation come to life? How, why is it here? How did it become present? What is the source of this creation? And then once you understand the source of your problems, you still sit in your state of creation and you can create solutions for it. And once you've understood solutions, you can return back to the, back to your problem and evolve it and so that it can be more present in life. Um, meditation, like sleep, you can consider an unconscious process, you know, you're in Mm -hmm. sleep, your own body's unconscious, you're not really paying attention to what's going on in your mind or the processes. Meditation is a conscious version of that. Mm -hmm. It's really separating yourself from whatever you're dealing with in life, just to kind of pay attention to it. And then it deepens. Um, because just as like, for example, a problem or stress or an anxiety can be seen as a separate creation from yourself. Okay. Once you start clearing your mental health issues, you can start qu- raising yourself now to another state of awareness where there's you and your body. And you're like, hmm, what's the source of this creation? And now you're entering those deeper states of meditation until you get to the point where you're turning on yourself now. <laughs> like <laughs> You know, you just keep going further and further out. Right, and right. and I talk about this in my book about the history of meditation, which really kind of ties it all in as to mm-hmm. what meditation is. It's a very difficult one to answer. It's like describing what sleep is. <laughs> right, but, right. Yeah. But think of it, so just quickly, just to add this to the definition is where sleep re- helps you recover from the limitations of your body meditation helps you recover from the limitations of your mind and that's the easiest Mm -hmm. probably straightforward way to think of it
0: that is a straightforward way to say
1: it (laughs) i should have started (laughs) with that
0: (laughs) (laughs) no 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 but you but you have to dig deeper you have to understand all the things that you mentioned before because Mm -hmm. it's not just the it's not just sitting and being still or you know it's like you have to dig your mind has to go to a deeper place and Mm -hmm. that's all that is important so yeah. if um if listeners or watchers of this podcast are out there and they're saying, "You know well, how do i how do I start? Um, what advice do you have for someone that may be saying, "Oh, I really have wanted to try meditation, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure of what to do first.
1: well, if you've ever if you've ever dealt with a problem and solved it in your life, you've practically mm-hmm. already know how to meditate is just being conscious of that process if you've ever have you ever had like a situation where it's just gone so tough and, t- and intense that you just had to leave and just get some fresh air clear your mind and then come back to the situation mm. that within itself is a type of meditation so we're already doing it in our lives Um to consciously do that um, i would highly recommend to start with breath first meditation when you want to you don't necessarily have to sit in contemplation you don't have to sit down and start oming tomorrow um you can literally you can literally just uh, what my favorite tip is for newbies is go grab go grab a cup of tea or a cup of coffee go lean up against that window and just watch the world go by and while you're watching the world all you need to pay attention to is your breath And breath is the fundamental component to your life. It literally is the foundation on which your life is built on. The fact that you can even experience what you're experiencing is because you are breathing. So that's the first thing that we need to learn to exercise and control when we're starting our meditation practice. So go about your everyday life. You can go grocery shopping. You can go lean up against the window and just observe and just consciously start breathing. And you'll start noticing a little shift You start realizing how much more in control you are you start realizing how certain emotions change your breath and the frequency of your breath breath is like a pump that pumps life and that life is we can call it something or whatever but there's i say there's this magic um which gives life and pump is the thing that keeps the magic alive so when we're in control of breath we're essentially in control of that magic that keeps us alive and keeps us going and keeps us focused and in control so when ever we're in a situation whereby, uh, we're feeling stressed or anxious, just as long as we're exercising that breath and knowing to place breath of ha- ahead of every thought, feeling, and sensation, that's where your meditation practice begins. Okay. Just breathing, just start breathing. That's all it takes. And then you'll venture in. If you want the, the five steps that I teach, um, you find your control breath first, So inhale and exhale through your nose at a comfortable control rate. The guidance I give um, my clients is, imagine if there was only one way that you wanted to breathe for the rest of your life. Imagine just like building your life based on the frequency and the of your breath and the pace of your breath. What would that breath be? Would you be breathing like this? (laughs) Would you be like really gentle or really comfortable with it? Find your control breath. Once you're in control, now you know your control state. You're building around your life and your entire experience, whether it's in meditation or not, around that state of breathing. So if it gets too intense, if you're connecting to a trauma, go back to this, you're back in control. Then once you're in control, get comfortable because what will happen is your sensations in your body will come up maybe you weren't paying attention to before i've seen people run marathons and completely numb to any pain in their body and the moment they stop and they start breathing Mm -hmm. ah pain so (laughs) listen to your body and get more comfortable especially if you're new to sitting in meditation so breathe get control Step two, position, get comfortable. Then, once you're in position, once you're in control and in position, it's time to lock into your meditation. Now, locking is just a ritualistic process in the beginning stages. As you deepen your meditation practice, you realize you're entering more trans like states. And, And that's basically rolling your eyes up towards the center of your mind. It's kind of basically indicating that you're moving away from your physical senses and to your metaphysical ones from outside to inside um from your eyes to your third eye if you will Um, and then once you're locked into your meditation you are actively meditating but let's just say now you get distracted by a sound or a thought or a feeling or a sensation you simply repeat the steps go back to breath get back in control uh, position yourself reposition your body if you need to because it could be tension in your body that's causing you stress or distraction and then lock back into your meditation and then meditate. And basically keep repeating that in process until, until what you attain, whatever you want. Maybe it's the confidence that you need to attack a challenge. Maybe you just need to feel calm and ease and de-stress. Maybe you're seeking your creator and going to those deeper spiritual states of awareness. You just got to keep detaching. And that's that process is to keep detaching and returning back to breath, the source of life. Um, and then keep elongating that meditative state, step four. Then once you've arrived at a state of mind that you're ready to bring into your life, step five, integrate. So once you're in that mindset that you need or you're de-stressed, you open your eyes and awaken from your meditation having integrated that experience. It's literally, you're like, you're taking a block of time out of your life going from one state of mind to another. And you keep repeating this cycle of breathe, position, lock, meditate until you arrive at the state you need to come back into this life to handle whatever you're dealing with.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, and I love that because, and these are excellent, excellent tips for anyone um, that's meditating, but also especially for newbies. Um, mm-hmm. Because I remember when I started and it started and I would do it around noon every day. And mm-hmm. that was like at, you know i I work um you know during the day, so it would be during the heightened part of my day where people were like coming at me, and <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, I can't do another thing yeah. <laughs> and, but that helped it, it helped to be able to you know take that time and get refocused and recentered on mm-hmm. like what matters. Because, you know, we're in jobs and especially when you're like in corporate jobs and you're just yeah. thinking these emails and these emails, and these meetings yeah. and these people. And I, I, I would do that almost like as a personal like challenge every day because mm. it was helping me. Um, to like, you know, recenter. But when I discovered, like, you know, doing sleep meditation, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, what have I been missing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, That's the beauty of meditation. People realize how quickly they they can handle life um -hmm. i would say the intensity of the situation in your life you have to breathe to combat that breath is literally your counteracting force Mm -hmm. so if you're thinking email 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 that's the creation email email you're breathing pull yourself out Mm -hmm. of it and then the email latches back on you breathe (laughs) get out of it and (laughs) just exercising that alone will immensely improve your life
0: yeah because it started to help like whereas when I felt like you know oh if I was taking a break if I was going to work out at noon I was still in the back of my head I would still be worried about like well, what's happening downstairs on my computer? Are people yeah. still sending me emails and somebody asking me to do something? And when they started to like, you know, meditate during that time, it just helped to be like, I mean, those emails will be there, those people will be there, they're not they're not yeah. going anywhere. Um, and so and then to just sort of get back to that place of peace and 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 purpose. Um yeah. so yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so what are more of the spiritual aspects of meditation that you can share with us
1: the spiritual aspects of meditation this is where we can go deeply esoteric um meditation the spiritual aspects is ultimately at the beginning i said meditation is to study an experience of life well let's say you're you're actively detaching from all the material elements of life that you're experiencing with your body one of the, to get start accessing these deeper, more spiritual states, you first got to improve or elevate how you recognize yourself. Right now, the majority of the world, the reason why so many of us struggle to, to meditate is because we're so attached to our bodies. We think of ourselves as body more than anything, which naturally, you know, we feel pain. We feel all these experiences and all our fears are connected to our body. So we're going to really associate with the experience of our body. However... Our body is only limited to the present experience. It's only limited to the here and now. I can even put your body into a time machine, send you 20 years into the future. Yes, in your mind, you're like, yeah, I'm in the future, I'm 20 years in the future. But your body and what you're experiencing is still a very present moment. Mm -hmm. Everything experienced with the physical senses is, is the here and now. But the moment you close your eyes and say, think of a memory, you're time traveling now. You're going to a place that doesn't exist in the present moment. When you think of an idea, or you imagine something about the future or you perceive the future like even anxiety your body's not physically in that experience you are there but your body is not so already within the mind there's it's already there's a world that's way more expansive and you can access all these elements of these world but your body's not there so it's recognizing yourself first as what we would say a consciousness or a conscious entity so you are moving so here's consciousness this is your body wrapped around it and you're separating yourself from the body and your body's sitting in meditation consciousness can move into the subconscious mind with all your memories consciousness mm-hmm. can come back and play with your senses with the body or it can go into the future states and create perceptions mm-hmm. so it's recognizing yourself now at this tier of awareness is when things start to get very interesting you know Remember, all your all the pain, all the fears and everything, all attached to your body. Everything that you struggle with in life is all connected to your body. Mm-hmm. And all the experiences that are causing you trouble, again, connected to your body. Consciousness itself doesn't have a body, really. Your, it has your body, but itself, like if I asked you to think about what you had for breakfast this morning, and then go to that memory but instead of going to that uh, reimagining your memory as with the body that you have you can reimagine that memory as a dinosaur Mm -hmm. you can literally rethink of that whole memory and be at the breakfast table eating your breakfast (laughs) as a dinosaur like you literally have that power and that's why i say you will recognize yourself as a creator Mm-hmm. you know you are creator witnessing creation so even that memory of what you had for breakfast is a creation and you're entering it as a creator do what the hell you want with it and that's how you detach from traumas and stuff because you realize how elusive that is mm-hmm. and then basically once you start detaching from memories you start detaching from future states anxieties and you start leaving all that behind this little conscious entity is like where else can I go Right. And then, and you know, and you just keep detaching, detaching, and detaching, and all of a sudden, you're entering more spiritual states. You know, you start turning that awareness onto yourself. Well, where did this creation, this all of this life, everything that I'm experiencing, as this conscious entity, where did all this stem from? You know, you raise that question to a higher state until you eventually navigate that conscious entity into the body of the soul. So you have the body of the body, body in the ma- body of the mind. And then you have the body and the soul, almost like a little, this is going to sound really weird, like a little sperm, meeting it's egg, you know, <laughs> you know, just going to floating right. away and there is nestled into the soul. And now it's experiencing states of transcendence and, and enlightenment, if you want to call it that. Um, I mean, I can go more deeper and esoteric with it, but I think at this stage, just understanding oneself as consciousness is how you would access mm-hmm. those more spiritual aspects. And It's raising, and that's what we call raising consciousness, raising awareness. It's you're broadening your understanding of life and your experience of it. And then what happens is life becomes the tiniest experience of all of that. If you think about it, life, we're just here in the present moment. Mind, we have present, past, and future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who knows where else we're going after that? (laughs) So so life is just like, oh. Life is life is just the zero. It's the it's literally a creation. It's just happening as we grow. Even our bodies create and change and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I won't deepen it too much. I'll end up (laughs) going off on one. But yeah, there's lots to the spiritual aspects. I highly recommend it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So talk about I hope I'm not gonna butcher this. Is it chakras?
1: Chakras, yeah.
0: Yes. And how do they improve our well being?
1: Well, chakras are really fun. I can't believe that we're not utilizing them. And they're so obvious, too. Um, chakras, do you know how you have... A, I'm going to try and use this example. Do you know how you have, a, have, like, a motherboard on a computer... Mm -hmm. And it has all these chips and all these little parts of it. And each function, like you have your hard drive, it does this part. And then you have this and your computer can diagnose all this information because it has all this data in different areas of the computer. Right. So a chakra is like a little microchip in your body that has its own little data. And when you focus on it, it teaches you about how that particular area of your life and area of your body is functioning. Mm -hmm. So for example, the first chakra, the root chakra, and um, i'm trying to think of a much nicer way to put it but it's located at your anus or your butthole <laughs> and, and, and that's a pre-enlightenment state the post-enlightenment state that even elevates mm-hmm. but the most obvious way to start understanding your chakras is like well what's coming out of my butt is it healthy <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know and that's where nutrition would really start they would look at your stool and be like whoa you need to change your diet right so <laughs> things like that would be where you would start with chakras and then you have seven of them and they teach you so many different aspects of life Mm -hmm. so the first one is the root it's all about your health and your physical wellness because Mm -hmm. let's face it the first thing you need to learn how to navigate through this life is how to keep it alive right so you would start there Mm -hmm. so you start with your chakra so and everything you need to understand about your connection to life starts with the root how your breathing is connected to the roots that cyclical connection to the life on earth you inhale oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide the trees inhale carbon dioxide then exhale oxygen you play already a vital role in sustaining the experience of life and the collective experience of life so even if you don't feel like purpose don't feel like as if you have much purpose just by breathing you have incredible purpose mm-hmm. you know so you just need to make sure that you're living a life where you're breathing right and that anything that's coming out of your body is just as useful to the earth as it is to you like you can grab a carrot out of the ground and start munching on it. But then that will change. And then basically what comes out of your butt can nourish the earth. It's that cyclical connection like breath. Right. Yeah. And it's really igniting that is where you would start. And once you've got a good grasp of that, you can move it to the sacral. And that's your next chakra. So that's basically where the second hole, basically, <laughs> you know, your, your genitalia area. And it's basically the reason why it's connected to that is because it's all about play. So, once you're physically healthy, you know how to sustain your physical well-being, it's time to play. It's like, what can you do with this body? How can you grow? And it's all about your curiosities and your passions. Are you, mm-hmm. are you curious about what's on top of that mountain? Are you curious about what's underneath that ocean? Mm-hmm. And it's about training and building your body so you can fulfill those curiosities and learn about the world. You know, the world is your playground how you play within it is your choice. But you need to now, first you need to learn how to keep your body healthy and safe, and you need to learn how to navigate that into states of play. And once you've got those two down, your solar plexus, you've got self-trust. You can trust in yourself. You have a tangible piece of truth that is undeniable. When someone says, eat this, and you're like, well, it's not going to be good for me. I don't need that for my body. You can reject it. Someone says, come and play in this dungeon. You're like, no, I don't. That's not something I'm curious (laughs) about. I'm not interested in that experience. I know I'm I'm trying to get to the top of that mountain. So you don't get distracted. You know how you navigate through life. So you have that trust. So with that level of trust, your heart starts to open, your truth starts to come out, your third eye starts to awaken and then access to higher knowledge starts coming through. Mm -hmm. These chakras are all connected. It's kind of like an electric current or flow of energy Mm -hmm. that starts very much with your roots, connecting to your roots, breathing Eating right, getting healthy, and then taking that to the next level. now you're healthy, what are you going to do next? Now you're having fun, what are you going to do next? Now you trust yourself, what are you going to do next? You know, right. elevating your experience of life one chakra at a time until you reach enlightenment and then the whole process ignites. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I like that.
0: And I, I like the examples um, that you gave. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Um from the motherboard i mean because it yeah because yeah, you think about it and you're like yeah. that the thing that makes that computer <clears throat> makes your computer work yeah like, i mean it's like thinking about you and what are the things that make you your body work so yeah those, yeah, those are great yeah. um so let's talk about your book meditate yeah. tell me tell us about the key messages in your book
1: the key message is anyone can meditate you can Mm -hmm. literally if you can breathe you can meditate i could not put this simpler enough um and the book is just to make people realize that there's a human intelligence that you should have been taught at school or a young age Mm -hmm. and when most people read it they're like why wasn't i taught this Mm-hmm. It really started, but yeah, the the key message is that you, anyone can meditate. It's so simple. I took all the esoteric stuff out and kept it to the <laughs> just like focus on the basics.
0: Right, right. Now, why why
1: did you write this book? I'm so I was just shocked that this book wasn't already out. You know, there were so <laughs> yeah. many there were so many key indicators in my life where I should have started should have clocked on. Like when I was studying psychology, for example,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was no mention of meditation whatsoever. Right. And it blew my mind. I was like, why am I studying this stuff when they don't even know what consciousness is, you know? There's like 200 years, two 300 years of study I'm studying here. At home, I'm getting thousands and thousands and thousands yep. of years of study. Yep. So it was really confusing. And I thought there was like, ton- I, just, I just generally thought people were doing it. Like you said, in my world, it was sleep. Okay. So when when it came to putting this book together and why I wrote it, it was just it was just common sense. And then I had the nudge from COVID too. I was running a meditation mm-hmm. studio and I was really enjoying my little life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, and then COVID hit. And I couldn't teach my classes anymore. So I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to teach one way or the other. So I just started right. writing in isolation. And then next thing you know, I had a book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot,
0: a lot of yeah. That I mean, that's been a um, you know, COVID's been a very unfortunate um thing for us but also a good thing for a lot of people who have been able to you know write books who've been able Mm. to start businesses who have been able to um just do things you know hey meditate
1: yeah just learn how to meditate it'll teach you everything you know Mm -hmm. about your life it'll make you make the decisions you need to make to actually make this thing go
0: yeah yeah so right now obviously we are still um in pandemic. So, yeah. um, are you teaching online or virtual courses right now?
1: I am on the 22nd. I'm teaching my live four week meditation training program. It's, it's going to be, I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> because it's going to be a training event like no other, you know, I've noticed a lot of people go spend so much money on retreats, the hotels, you know, and all they come back with is a vague idea of what meditation is and having learned a very specific meditation technique. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No one's teaching the formula. No one's teaching the, like, the really core roots to meditation that really enable you to activate your intelligence to meditate as opposed to using your intellect to meditate. So what I created was this four-week program which goes through everything an introduction. So how to get started understanding exactly what you're trying to do in meditation, what it is so that you're not second guessing yourself Mm -hmm. and you can recognize the meditative state from the non-meditative state. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go into teaching the five steps to detach week two, week three, the transcendental journey, which is exciting. Everyone gets excited about that one. (laughs) And then week four, the chakras, integrative development. Uh So Uh I'm training online.
0: Awesome. Yes. And so, um, Outside of your program, this program, are you facilitating any, um, I guess, one-on-one opportunities with um, people out there?
1: I am. It's uh, the reason why I started the training program is because the um, one-on-ones just Mm -hmm. weren't sustainable. It's so much easier to teach in a group. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And teaching meditation, it's it's a classroom. It's a class. Uh, Mm -hmm. For one-on-ones, it's more so like individuals dealing with severe traumas. Mm um uh struggling with mental health issues struggling to like because then what we'll do is we'll create we'll talk about it and there's a little bit of coaching involved but we'll really construct a meditation technique to help release that help detach from that you know i had one client for example who and we're gonna like he was experiencing some very significant childhood trauma Mm -hmm. and um and i just taught him how to basically shrink the his the memory in the in your memory how to shrink his abuser to a grain of rice that energy Mm. shift huge transformation just kind of paying attention to like oh wait i have power i have wisdom now that i've gained that i didn't have when i was regressing to that memory Mm. and teaching him how to carry all the wisdom that he's attained up until this point now back to that state as opposed to regressing to that state right
0: Okay, great. Uh, so <laughs> that is, yeah. I mean, no, because when you think about that, obviously, when you were talking about that, I saw like the the person becoming the grain of rice. Yeah, you know? like I visualized that. So
1: yeah, even, even that rice. is 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 powerful. Um, yes, but yeah, what yeah, we get right into the like the details of it in a one-on-one but yeah it's it's learning to remember you're a creator playing with creation Mm -hmm. you have so much power and it's about and that's the thing meditation is more about empowerment than it is about anything else forget Mm -hmm. stillness and relaxation empower your life (laughs) ignite it you've (laughs) got all all these elements within you go have some fun life (laughs) is good
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's why I, that's why I was, I had that blank look because I was visualizing that. But also when you said, just saying that, you're right. Like for a person like myself, like I'm a dreamer and Mm -hmm. I always like it is. Amazing because yeah. your mind my mind is already like always in playing these, like you know, putting together these things or like envisioning life in a you know a way it could be this way or you know, driving towards that. So it's definitely and you're right, like when you're meditating, it gives you that us that power to like, yeah, I'm in control. I control, yeah. you know, I control this, <laughs> this story and my thoughts and what I'm, you know, what I'm thinking right now.
1: So it's like everything, like, look how gorgeously you're dressed, right? That started out as an idea, as a thought. And you brought that idea or thought to life, literally, mm-hmm you know and then you know what's crazy if you ever read the torah the jewish like jewish kind of the holy book uh-huh. that's how it starts <laughs> it says first there was a thought and then that thought came to life <laughs> you know it's yep. insane how it all connects after a while
0: yes yes no that that's awesome um <laughs> how can how can my audience find you online mm-hmm. or um, p- purchase your book or connect to you
1: uh, the book is available on Amazon. So you can search for, uh, Tal Windeside, which is my formal name, or you can search for meditate, breathe into meditation and awakening potential. But quite simply, you can go to meditatethebook.com and, uh, you'll get, you can directly access the book from there. There's information, a little bit of information on me. And if you want, I've put together a free meditation starter pack. So mm-hmm. it's like a little mini course and it'll teach mm-hmm. you uh what meditation is, how to meditate and uh, to experience meditation. There's a guided meditation in there as well. Just so that it you've you can, you can read the book, you can get all the resources there. But if you want to try it out and you're more of an interactive learner, there's the starter pack to get you started. So meditate the it'll link you to everywhere you want to go. If you want to go straight to the starter pack, just meditate the forward slash starter pack.
0: Awesome. That is great. Well, we will also, I'll also make sure I put the links into the show notes on YouTube and also on the audio um, platform. That is great. I mean, guys, a starter pack for meditating. Let me just tell you, take advantage of it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I highly recommend it. (laughs) Yes. Really? If nothing else, just start, man. Yeah. Start changing that life of yours.
0: Yes. Once you start, you definitely you won't turn back i mean and 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 i will say this as i still say a newbie being, being like a year in i would still say to people like if you start and you get distracted like just come back do what terry said as far as like getting control of your breathing like bring yourself back because i did that too like in the beginning i was i would start and then i would just be looking around you know something <laughs> would happen or my dog yeah. would bark and i would like go what huh? huh?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> so, it, yeah, so. It's like dragging yourself back. No, 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 no! Stay here. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, that's
0: the <great. laughs> girl. I, actually, I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, put uh, there's a visualization to everything because <laughs> I'm very visual, so I always like see see it happening, no. so I could just see myself like going, and then you're like,
1: no, no come, come back. back. <laughs>
0: well i i I definitely say guys please take advantage of um advantage of it and try it um you will you'll be like why did i not do this sooner but you're doing it now and you're taking the first step and that is all that matters is how you move forward all right well now we're moving into the five things with terry i love this part of the show um i mean i feel like we've been deep this whole discussion.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, mean, this up.
0: <laughs> I feel like I've got like, I'm like, I, I know, I, I know Terry's mind, but <laughs> this just gives our listeners and viewers just a little bit more insight into you as a person and how you operate and move throughout the day. So, <laughs> um, one, how do you start the day?
1: Oh, with music all yes, time. Like the time f- love it <laughs> first thing I do and this is contrary to what every guru or teacher will tell you I grab my phone mm-hmm. open Spotify and the first thing I usually find is a little bit of Beyonce or Rihanna and just like boom that on the speakers and that gets me up going that, you know yes. frequency is a powerful thing and if you've got something that just makes you want to move out of that bed they
0: yep. went. <laughs> i like that i mean yeah. that is a fair that's real because yeah. you're right so many people will say like oh you know i start the day with you know an affirmation or i start the day with you know prayer mm. or i start the day with this and i like that because i yeah. definitely am a person who i i love music and it gets you going and and i'm like all for that here for that
1: yeah um
0: let's see what's one positive affirmation if you do speak to yourself daily
1: uh, stay true just stay true it doesn't matter about happiness it doesn't matter about anything else stay true because once you become true and you are mm-hmm. true to yourself happiness mm-hmm. becomes you joy becomes you bliss becomes you yes. all those yoga classes you attend they're all trying to get you to an emotional state all they need to try and teach you is how to be true and trusting in that mm-hmm. as soon as you as soon as you unleash that in the world phew, yeah, the emotions are for you to play with
0: Yes. What's one goal you set for yourself this year? And it could be professional, business,
1: or whatever. Oh, this year, Personal it's all about that paper. I ain't even yeah. going to lie. <laughs> I've got to get the resources I need. I want to start a foundation. I've got so many things I want to build. So yeah, I ain't even afraid. I yes. actually heard this th- um, the other day where, because I, was I wasn't always I motivated by money ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of flowed through life and money was like, if I need it, I'll learn it. And then I'll do the thing that I need to create. And then mm-hmm. if once I've created it, I'll learn some more and do it. But someone once said that money is an amplifier. It's -hmm. something that, like, if the person that you are add money to it, it just amplifies it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing in 2021. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) amplify myself. I need to get some cash money, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I need to get those dollars in. So that's what I'm focused on. So definitely buy the book. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> By the book we need to amplify <laughs> Terry's dollars
1: yeah and I'll come over and I'll teach you in person <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that <laughs>
1: um
0: what's one thing what's your favorite self-care activity to do for yourself uh,
1: self-care Oh, there's so many things I do for self-care um, you can
0: give me a few of them
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, meditation is definitely one of them I think that's more kind of more self-sustainability more than self-care Mm-hmm. uh self-care honestly i'm gonna talk very candidly here. i'm in canada so c- mm-hmm. cannabis is legal <laughs> mm-hmm. so self-care honestly glass of wine roll a joint have a after a long good day mm-hmm. and just and just talk and be open and let my mind wander freely um i have a lot of big ideas that i collect during my day as you can imagine mm-hmm. teaching meditation work with all these people mm-hmm. um dealing with all these traumatic experiences my mind goes to all these ideas that I can't express. I'm just going, you know, I can't do that. So at the end of the day, um, after my meditation, sometimes I do it. That's actually a funny thing as well. I actually started teaching cannabis friendly meditations for a little bit, mm. and um, for there were four medicinal cannabis patients who uh-huh. were struggling with the psychoactive states. So, teaching them a few control techniques to help them, uh-huh. you know, pull it back in, yes, <laughs> come back, and <laughs> yeah, they uh, yeah,
0: were probably t- always running, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so get breath ahead of the psychoactive state, right? And so, I'll do some of that sometimes, but honestly, yeah, just. Just have a joint and just enjoy it and just really relax. And yeah, everything my body needs, I serve anyway. So if I need to do exercise, if I need to have a bath, if I need... And all those things, they're just automatic now. So self-care for me, it's just about that indulgence. Just Mm -hmm. giving myself moments like, I do freaking good work. I'm going to let myself... Just to indulge in the yes. experience of life, and why wouldn't you? There's yes. so many fun things to do in life. <laughs> why are we not doing them? Why are we so judgmental and like why? It makes no sense. And I, yeah, I mean, the ancients you know. were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the Egyptians were doing it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I hear, I'm, I hear you, and I think that you know, I think that's important, but I think it ties back to another thing you said earlier that a lot of people have a. haven't quite gotten there yet is to be true to you and once you are true to who you are as a person then um those things happen more freely and easily you're not concerned about what somebody thinks you're just like i'm living like i mean they say it living your best life you're gonna just live your best life and i think that comes with you know honoring who you are and being true to yourself so i I love that
1: there's one thing i want to add about that too i was like especially um, as for you and I, as people of color in this mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. we have an ancestral lineage, right? For the last, at least four, five, six, maybe even a thousand years dating back, it's just been nonstop. stop you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so let's show yeah. our ancestors, they like, our DNA flows through, you know how much data it takes just to do that? Like how much evolution it took just to move your pinky? So, when you experience these enlightened states of being, these wonderful states of um, experience where you're really enjoying the experience of life, you're sending that energy down the ancestral line. Yeah. Like, so honor that, man. That's beautiful. I love it that is. stuff. So, yes. yeah, right. when I'm doing like my tantric rituals and I'm having a joint and I'm having a glass of wine, I was like, mm-hmm. cheers to everybody else too. Like, look <laughs> at where we are today. Yes. You know, look that at is- the state of life that we're in. That's Sorry. a
0: very good way to look at it. I, mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that. And lastly, I mean, this might be a combination of what you just talked about, uh-huh. but how do you end the day?
1: <laughs> mm. How do I end the day? Don't get high every day, fortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know which way you would say. If I did, I would get no work done. I'll be having too much fun. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I do a meditation always. Um, I meditate and I focus on everything that I've accomplished and really it's a detachment ritual just letting everything go letting everything be and bringing myself back to the present moment like I said throughout my day I'm dealing with so many thoughts and ideas my mind spins out it literally is I'm dragging my back at the end of myself back at the end of the day centering myself um and you know really getting ready to and, re- and reflect like honor the day by just paying attention to it and what you did what you didn't do what you need to do and just kind of organizing the mind a little bit. That's usually how I end my day. Um, and yeah. that, yeah, because I like to rest, to sleep, and sleep really well. I love sleep. I really enjoy that, the whole process of rest. So, <laughs> yeah. clearing the mind to get ready for that is, is just wonderful. And a nice shower.
0: Yes, I love that. I love that. And I do like sleep too. I don't sleep <laughs> for a long time, but when I am asleep, like I absolutely, it means everything to me to get yeah. the sleep that I do. Well this was a, such a great conversation. I, <laughs> I love you, it. I have to tell you this had was fun. it's <laughs> been one of the most fun interviews that
1: I've ever had. <laughs> yes. Watched. And
0: and I will say to you um, I wish you a lot of success this year, amplifying, getting that money, Terry.
1: Yeah. And
0: and continuing to help people like you do. Um, Thank you. But um, I definitely say to you, please, please come back. Please let me know when you have something that you want to come on and share. I I definitely would love to have you back on um, anytime.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy myself. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Awesome.
0: Well, stay tuned, everybody. I'll be right back. guys welcome back to the globe girl podcast i'm kyra thank you again to terry for joining me today that was a very lively discussion on especially the part about the (laughs) chakras. but please 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 go out and grab a copy of terry's book you can find it on amazon go out and support him if you want to learn more and keep up to date on all things globe girl Head on over to glowupgirl.com. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at glowupgirl. Also, you can watch this episode on YouTube. So, and if you are watching this episode, do your girl a favor and subscribe to our channel. Also, we're on Facebook at Glow Up Girl ATL, and if you are on Apple or any of the other podcast platforms, you know, go ahead and leave us a review or you know, give us a rating. You know, five stars are always welcomed. I appreciate it in advance. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the love. As always, before I go, I'd like to leave you with a little inspiration. Today's quote comes from J. Donald Walters. The more regularly and the more deeply you meditate, the sooner you will find yourself acting always from a center of peace. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.